110% all day, every day. Let's go. Welcome to my show, man. Today, my guest is Cameron Staggs. What's man, up? fuck. You are in the Army, right? I'm in the Marine Corps. You're in the fucking Marine Corps. Okay. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Dude, I, I never would have guessed that in a million years. And you used to be a salesman, or are you still? Um, I was a salesman at heart, yes. Salesman at but heart and fucking heart. solar roof installer, right? So solar, I sold solar and uh, pretty much drone contracting, so roofing, gutters, all that good Fuck stuff. You. That's really cool, man. I saw you busting ass on your, your Instagram and shit, man. So how are you, dude? Like, it's been... When was the last time I talked to you? Dude, freshman, sophomore, high school, I think. You really? think about it. Well, really? talk to person have... or like yeah. talk in person or in talk person. in person, freshman, sophomore, high school. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Dude, because like I have a lot of memories with you at school and like outside of school. And it doesn't yeah. seem like that was that long ago. No, <laughs> we used to beat the crap out of each other, man. Just for fun, <laughs> dude. Fucking, do you still have that scar on the back of your leg? Nah, that wasn't me. I had the scar. That was, was, was that Daniel? was Bo. What was it? Was that Bo? No, no, I know what you're talking about. It wasn't me. I know what you're talking about. You were know. there though, like right I was outside. There, yeah. Right out, okay, so right outside of um, outside of school in sixth grade, we used to smack each other in the back of our legs with sticks, right? <laughs> Probably did. <laughs> Oh, that's how the fucking that's how the fucking scar happened because i know i took it a step too far <laughs> just like i no, did anything else <laughs> not that i've noticed i don't think I, I don't think that was me but i know no. somebody did have a scar but i don't know okay i remember that was my fault <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, was, that was my bad on that one dude yeah there's there's like we used to fuck with each other and i know i used to take it a little bit too far sometimes and I'd be no like, it fuck. never went far enough <laughs> god damn it bro dude so yeah. how you been what's your what's what have you been doing man uh dude i'm amazing actually i say that i say that i'm amazing i actually mean that not a whole yeah. lot of people do yeah. um I feel you like i like i like where i'm at yeah. i like where i was at before but sometimes i yeah, leave a good thing for a great thing yes um and yeah just right now just wait i'm in a holding platoon right now waiting to go to my mos school because this whole covid covid stuff what's in the way so uh just i'm a glorified mailman i can't really go into detail <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. um so yeah i'm just waiting right now just because covid like, there was a huge backup and like right now i'm just holding platoon just kind of doing stuff here and there every day so and the week you get the weekends off so something not nice. too bad nice. yeah but you nice. man so I know you're, you've been... what made you what made you want to work for the government man I, like i i never took you as that as like, somebody I, yeah i know I feel like we're, not a lot of little conspiracy would. theorists it's <laughs> <laughs> like i got it well there was some things i was skeptical about but some other things like i really wasn't yeah but i just kind of always have my own opinion on things course, um yeah you've always been that way man maybe when i joined though it was just because like, i just wanted to serve like you know i had enough money saved up where i can go do that still so i was like yeah. let's go do that because you know we don't really get paid a whole lot here yeah which i do miss the checks don't get me wrong what i was doing but yeah. you know the whole goal I had was doing it. What inspired yeah. you to do that? Like what? Because because I know I I've previously in parts of my life like had the desire to serve my country, but then I think about the possibility of death, and I'm like, who? Like why? You know, like yeah. who would I want to give that power I get, to? I know Just, I get that. I get that. It's like a because it's like you think about it. Like you really can't control what other people do. Mm -hmm. It's like if they do the right things, like you're dead. So yes. I, I get that. Yes. Um, but I joined simply because, like, 
I saw what was going on in the world with like terrorism and whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, especially 9-11 just recently. So yes. just was, celebrated that was this like part? Was this around the time of like ISIS and shit? Mm-hmm. Well, How I kind of doing it. How long you been in? I've only been in for like since March. So this is fairly recent. Oh, this shit. Is, okay. Yeah, this is but totally is the Marines, recent. But haven't you been in the yeah. military a little bit no. longer than that? No, no, I have no, not. Okay, maybe you, I, I'm remembering Jake Feaster. Jake Feaster joined the military, too. I think he's he in did? the Marines as well. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I gotta hit him up then. Dude, yeah, you guys are both in the... I think he might actually be a Marine as well, which is That's super, tight. super tripped out. <laughs> it's small. It's it's small. The Marine Corps is small, so like odds are I'm probably going to hear his name at some point. Like, oh, yeah, I went to school with that kid. I yeah. know him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. It's he's, really cool. Dude, he got big. He got big as fuck. Like, he's, <laughs> he's Did like. Did he grow a, at all? Because he was like five foot nothing. <laughs> it was cool. Height wise, I don't know. I can't tell the pictures, but he got. But, like, size wise. bigger nice. than I ever was, man. Like, <laughs> heck yeah. That's what's so up. How much, how much time are you spending in the sun? You look brown as fuck. Uh, so I live. <laughs> I'm over here in Virginia, so there's a beach, like, right down the street so it's okay. just like we walk over there and it's like all last so we had a what's called a 96 so it was memorial day weekend uh-huh. so we had like four days off so i was at the beach every day except for monday that was my my rest day for like yeah yeah of course needed a rest day are you guys <laughs> so are you getting enough working out with the marine corps yeah. like are you are you still in like basic training are you a marine have you gotten so through I'm, it so yeah um i'm a marine we're still in i guess training phase because I haven't learned my specific job yet, but I'm going to be, which my MOS school is about like three months is what we call it. It's what our, our jobs are called here. I guess it's a simple way to break it down. And then um, after that, I guess I'll be in the fleet. That's what they call it. Um, and I should be there if everything goes right, January, February. Mm-hmm. And I should be officially out like without these like school restrictions and whatnot because we're not allowed to do everything yet because we're not in the fleet. So Yeah. Um, so you go... So you go, you're like training, then you go MOS, then you're in what's called the fleet. And then after mm-hmm. that, do you deploy? It's just or you going, just like, yeah, yeah, that's the goal. Yeah. Um, depends on what unit you go to. If it's if it's deployable unit, that's what I want to go do. I actually want to go do that. Yeah. Um, I do want to go overseas. Uh, I do want to go see it. So we'll just well, kind of see. So. I know it's kind of tone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I fucking, I respect the shit out of that. I Like I would if, if. I don't know. I just can't get around. Like, I feel as if when the moment came down to it, I'd probably be self-serving and, like, be a disservice to the thing. And I think I could do more by, um, you know, what's the word? Uh, like, following your passion type stuff? And following like passion and, and being, like, a champion for the voice of the American, like, dream. Like, what we actually stand for. Like, freedom, the, the right to pursue happiness. Yeah. Like, the opposite of everything that's happening right now. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks big time, man. It yeah, really does. It really does like, suck to see everything fall apart the way it is. It's not It's not fun at all. I Oh, yeah, dude. I remember seeing you on Twitter with, like, some hardcore political views. I remember Oh, that. yeah. I was like, yeah, because I never thought that you were politi- political. And then one day I, I was on Twitter because I don't have it anymore. So I'm, I'm remembering. Yeah. And <laughs> I'd be like, damn, Cameron. Damn, that's some <laughs> drop some knowledge. Drop that uh, mic, yeah, bro. Yeah, just drop knowledge. <laughs> like, it was just, it, I, I got out of that. Um, I started getting out of that like, a couple years ago just because, yeah. like, it was just so much. It's so much, dude. I had it's to, so I much. I literally had to delete it's so Twitter, much. bro. It's yeah, so it's much, it's stupid and toxic. Like those three months I was at boot camp, yeah, the biggest break of my life, I swear. So like, no phone, perfect. So I was like disconnect. It was honestly like okay, boot camp was hard. Hard, don't get me wrong, 
but like that part of my life was like gone and it was super super awesome like we got our phones back we were all saying like we kind of like shut off our phones because this stuff is just ridiculous like none of us wanted to be around our phones is how stupid it was and then we got one over the mct so marine combat training for about a month too Mm -hmm. and then same thing there we got a little bit more privileges and stuff but like we just didn't really want to yeah i mean it's like it's it's that feeling of returning back to that the roots of like a hunter gatherer tribe like start like type vibe that you guys are probably enacting with that you know yeah and it's like it's really hard for us over here because it's like we like everyone over here is like is really different different backgrounds different cultures different races and like we're all like super tight with each other that's cool and we're like we don't understand why the people can't do that it's like they, other people just don't take the time to really understand other people's views i guess like we we have those conversations with each other but in a day like we'll still go well it's because we're not fa- facing adversity together yeah you guys, you guys are waking up and every single day like together you guys have Getting to trust kids. each other to, yeah to do <laughs> yeah. some shit that like nobody else is having to go through like you know i live i live in a room or in a house with like three other people that i barely ever talk to it's crazy how separated yeah. people are from each other They're just like go into their little room shut the door, play their video games, come out, and I'm like, hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> I'm Josh. <laughs> we like, live together. But, like, and then and it just gets worse and worse. Like, I don't know my fucking neighbors. I'm yeah. s- it, like, it's hard. Like, when I see my neighbors outside, I look at them, and I I wait for them to look over so I can say hi, and they just never look over. It's it's really interesting, the, yeah. the separation that we've created between each other that, that keeps us from having that brotherhood. For sure, and I feel like sales is like a way that like i've been able to get past that in a way too because i used to like i said like knock doors i know i told you this before i haven't told yeah let's dive into yet, that that's that's yeah. what i want to talk about because it's about um, 110 percent, and i know sure you're fucking grinding i heard you talking about 60 hour work weeks and shit the plus man it depends yeah. on it depends because like it was a 1099 job which simply means i'm my own contractor i make my own schedule mm-hmm. and i chose to do that yeah Did i you chose like the company to- you're working for uh the solar company no but i did learn a lot i you know who grant cardone is i do not you do not he's Wait, uh is, did we go to school with him he's, <laughs> he's, he's he's pretty famous he's okay. uh like yeah, the biggest yeah. like real estate agent like in, in america okay yeah, anyways yeah. got some training from him and his second hand man jared like phone call conversations and like just like training videos and whatnot diving into that and like i would still like go out those days mm-hmm um, and knock like a hundred plus doors, have like a ton of conversations. I'd be recording. Doors? Yeah. When did you start? What like, time in the morning did you start? <laughs> I try. So there's like this morning rush, uh, yeah. during the weekday that you got to catch people before they leave. So it's about like, you're on the doors by like 7 a.m. And you're really, you're really like, so you're, you're fucking trying to get in there. That's crazy mindset. That's a crazy yeah. mindset. So you're it like, you're like, all right, mindset. this motherfucker is waking up and he's getting his coffee and a donut it's, yeah. and he's going to work and I'm about to bust in there fucking interrupt <laughs> your morning routine yes. and say yo yes. how often did that work um i got i got pretty good at roofing uh i was still like learning the solar part yeah um so i really was i sucked i'm not like, afraid of it i sucked it was yeah. not pretty like well, trying uh, to sell people solar is what you sucked at yeah that was like i didn't fully understand the concepts of sales yet so i was just in order to become like a master something you have to like put in the time Mm-hmm. And our channel people work, which is that what that three to four month window was for me. It was pretty much like a sales boot camp for me. And I came back, wanted to go back to roofing because like something clicked. I was like, oh, 
I can, okay, now I get it. Came back and then like, I just hit the door running, like hit the ground running. And then it was just, it was just easy for me. And so then now were, it's just like second nature. You were first selling solar, then having a rough time with it. And then you got, so I went from, I actually went from roofing, roofing to solar, back to, to solar, roofing. back to roofing. And there yes. was a period, was the, so the solar in the middle was what you were saying was your boot camp. That was, yeah, that was like a sales you like, boot camp. Kicked. We constantly, every day, like recording <laughs> conversations, I come oh, back shit, to, like okay. at night. I would even knock at night too. come back at night. And then like, um, I go back and listen to those conversations. I'm like, wow, I've, I messed up here, here and there. I could say this differently. I could say this a different way and it'll come off better. Yeah. So I was simply just analyzing myself and seeing what I was doing. So I was really, the only thing I wish I could have had was like how I could see like my posture and see how was how people open up a different things. So that would be the one thing I was missing, but that was something I would have to do like on the doors and see how it worked and didn't work. Yeah. Um, but Pretty I could hard. always go back. And, yeah. Hard. It's you kind have of to like put a secret camera up. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At that point you got to get permission and you got to sign them, have them sign a waiver Fuck for that. Man. Yeah. Which yeah. actually, now that you say that, I wonder if I should be getting people's waivers and shit for like recording them on this thing. Hmm. You have my permission. Thanks, man. But like, <laughs> but I mean, you know, as it goes down the future, that's that's interesting. And I, and I also I know, for the first time in my life, I know that experience of how helpful it is to actually record yourself in different situations to go back, yeah. like look at that, and then analyze yourself, and then tweak the way that you communicate through doing that. Which, because like yeah. I've been, like I, I this is my sixth podcast, and so I've done I have like ten hours of listening to me talk, and like oh jeez. You know, <laughs> yeah, ten yeah, hours. yeah, I know. Yeah, I have ten okay. hours. Yeah, ten hours of me like sitting here talking, and I can, like, I can see. There's like I talk differently in different times of the day. Sometimes I'm stoned and I I talk completely differently <laughs> when I'm really high. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually legal where I live. I got a fucking medical card, bro. My my nice. magical wish, dude. I live in Arizona. I live in Phoenix. It's a lot of people, um, yeah. Dude, it's fucking beautiful. But I, it's, I forgot what I was saying, actually. Fuck. <laughs> well, I'm trying to thought. <laughs> I try, I try to, I do that sometimes. You, you'll go, like, in a couple of different directions, and then it's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, uh, and you lose kind of like, all of it. Like yeah, I kind of just, like, need a rubric or some shit. I look at, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, right there. Dude, I was talking no, to man. Sterling. Do you remember Sterling, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I remember. Why do you say it like that? What do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> what do you remember? Oh, man. It was funny, like, because he's a rapper now, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm I remember one time, man, I, yeah. <laughs> oh, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, I get up on, like, when, when, like, in the rare occasion that we're in the same city while there's a show going on, I get up on fucking stage with him, and I fucking get it, dude. That's sick. <laughs> dude, That's sick. Fun. Dude, I, it's awesome, because, like, one time, like, I didn't, you know, people, like, would talk crap behind your back, right, getting your goals. Like, one time, I was like, dude, this kid probably never be a rapper. Like, go for it and whatnot. But, like, I said that, and, like, I actually said that to somebody. And now he's a rapper. It's like a big like F you to me, which is awesome. It's well, I mean, he's awesome not making money being a rapper, but like, but he's still fucking doing it. He's still care. doing it. Like he's still he's like one hundred percent, dude. He's living in on a property somewhere in Washington State in somebody's guest house because if it's like an old family friend that he knew, and he's staying there for free, like in the most beautiful scenery that you've ever seen in your life. That's and sick. dude, he's fucking. Uh, he built a like recording studio out of a hydroponic grow tent that's like this okay. like of like a box right and then he's got like the yeah. phone panels and he's got a computer with the desk and he's got some like uh recording software he's got a nice mic he's ready he's fucking dude 
dude it's fucking crazy to watch somebody's progression and like see the style of music change because he used to mm-hmm. be like that like eminem fast rap and talking about bitches and money and like now he's talking about like trials and tribulations of growing up and like life lessons and stuff and then it, he's kind of got this this old school kid cuddy sound going on and it's bro it's like super trippy and vibe and wavy Dude, it's it's fucking like the old crazy. Kid Cudi or the new Kid Cudi? Like old Kid Cudi, like Kid, old Kid, 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 Kid Cudi. Yeah. <laughs> new Kid Cudi, not yet. <laughs> 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 um, out all of the stage, <laughs> dude. Yeah, still like that. That fucking album. Have you seen that the Speed and Bullet to Heaven album where he's like the whole album? He's just screaming into the mic like that. No, I, I honestly, I heard like King Wizard when he came out with King Wizard. I stopped after that. Oh, he made a song. With, he made a song with Eminem recently though, so I like went back and listened to it. It wasn't like as it was back then, but like it came back to the roots a little bit. That's good. That's good. He went through some fucking shit, man. He went through some shit. So, so let's take it back. So you were. So you did f- four months of fucking boot camp. So like, take me through like what was so, what was like, happening? Like, describe to me what that so, was like. So like the daily routine was so we would have sales meetings in the mornings, uh, like six thirty, yeah. six o'clock. Um, we like talk about our goals, do some warm ups with each other, like work on our pitches and whatnot, and then like you do this thing called like the hot seat, where it's like you sit in the middle of a room and you're trying to talk through your pitch, and everyone's just throwing you. Uh, throwing you like uh rejections you gotta overcome and then you have to pick uh, out like yeah. so like you're sitting there just taking so much crap over and over and just so you get warmed up and it's really it's really a good thing to do in my opinion so um, so like as practice for if you're in the middle of standing next like in front of somebody trying to sell them something they're like but 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 and then you can just go but but but, but, but. <laughs> yeah i just, like I just reta- I re- yeah i have a smooth answer for everything and it's just like constant hey. And it's always being updated to like where I can respond with, and then like sooner or later it just comes. Okay, so sales meeting, hot seat, then what's next? Uh, pretty much so you go to your turf or whatever it is, like your areas for that day. Um, yeah. You go to that area, and then you start knocking on doors. We had this app on our phones we would use called like Sales Rabbit. Mm-hmm. They have Sales Rabbit, and uh, you could track what doors you hit, if you, how many times you talked to this person already. So we had all that information, whatever That's you knew so about cool. that person. Yeah. So you guys, it, you guys would go to the same houses sometimes more than once. Yeah, it's for like a sale to go through. Like usually, it takes like thirteen different conversations or thirteen different times on like a really on like a really big sales. So like sales of like you want to sell somebody healthcare or like you know help like you're selling like a hospital like systems and whatnot. Like you yeah. need to come back that many times and just do follow up. Like one of uh, Grant's things is like the fuck you monies and the follow ups. What that stands for the fu. That's what you call it. Follows. So like if yeah. you if you're able to keep following up with people, that's they're you gonna money. build that it, you're because they're just gonna like you at that point unless you're just not and they're gonna tell you the hell off your property at that point. You know what? I got my answer. I can move on. That's fine. But I'd rather get like a f off than like oh yeah maybe I really have someone tell me f off so I can spend my time wisely elsewhere. Yeah. So it's just kind of picking and choosing which ones you think you can get, oh. which ones you cannot. That's fucking tripped out. That's cool. And it that coincides with something that I've been learning because I've been um, trying to build my Instagram platform. So I've been diving deep into um, online sales and marketing because like, yeah. I don't have anything for sale, but I'm trying to sell myself. 
in market myself. That's sales. Yeah. Right, right. I'm not trying to like I don't want you to pay me anything, but I'm still selling you myself. And so like I've been having to learn how to do these funnels and these different things and and like talking to hot, cold and warm people and and like every single person's been telling me like a person needs to see you an average of 8 times and follow you for like months on end before they're willing to purchase anything from yep. you. Yep. So that's a really interesting like thing to keep in mind cuz for me, you know, like I I I have a tendency to try to do something like really, really fucking fast. Like for me, the reason that I disappeared from school was because I went to a charter school and I did yeah, the I last year and a half. Yeah, year and a half and like three months. And then I did fucking like three years of college and six months. And then for me to like get into the real world and try to do other things and then like realize that you can't speed everything up the way that I did it with school. And it's actually like a really painstaking, slow build process that's going to take three to fucking five years for me like that's a really interesting and hard thing to come to terms with because i've only been doing this instagram thing for four months and it's pretty exponential right now but i still feel like i get the feeling sometimes where i'm like fuck it's going so slow it's going so slow and you look at it's like dude it's been four months like keep like hold on like it's only yeah it's only been four months like chill out like keep grinding like you gotta give it you gotta give it time i think uh years and that's, yeah. just, that's a really hard thing to, to come to terms with. And that, I think that goes with anything, right? Like like with the Instagram thing and you, you experienced that with the fucking sales and shit. Yeah, and it's just, you just got to keep working at it. It's just no, there's no, there's no shortcut to it. There's not. <laughs> yeah, it's, no. If people are like quit, so like if people quit, like a lot of people do these days, like I feel so bad. I'm like, you just, you can't. But you can't force them to do it. It's like if their drive's not there to do it, you can't force them to do it. And I just right. feel so terrible for them. Like, it's That's like, why you got to find your passion, man. That's why you got to yeah. find your passion. But then but then I think it's like key. So like it's a two-pronged message. It's like find your passion. Find what like makes you happy. What gives you like that that drive to wake up in the morning and go do something. But then also you got to realize that no matter what that is, just because it's something that you love to do and you really want to do and you have a passion for it doesn't make it like easy or fast. It's going to be yeah. just as hard or harder than anything else because it's a passion. Yeah, you got to – yeah, <laughs> Dude, <that's... laughs> you gotta keep. You have to see. You have to see the angle. Realize where you're at, and so look, I need to get this step done, this step done, this step done first before I get to the angle, and it's gonna be. Anyway, it'll be worth it. But yeah. as soon as you get the angle, you gotta set. You gotta be setting a new goal because then you're just gonna find back on a rut. So you yeah, bro, you gotta on. constantly be challenging yourself to do things that you previously thought impossible. Like tomorrow, bro, I'm running a fucking marathon. Yeah, I've seen you. I've seen you post on. Is it, how long is that marathon? The, uh, so marathon is always 26.2 miles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. Cool. Oh, I'll stick I'm, with beach runs. I'll stick yeah. with beach runs. How about yeah, that? man. I fucking don't. You guys have to do like 20 mile boot boot things, like. So, dude, we've done the longest hike I've done is like 15k. Yeah, that's so not. But it's you're carrying but like eighty pounds. Isn't that much? No, it's not. But you're just because carrying like a, a, a pack on you and everything. Forty-two k. Yeah, marath- yeah. So like that. So longest run I've been on, man. I think it was like six miles, but like it wasn't like anything fast. It wasn't, I was just doing it just because yeah. I wanted to do it. For some reason, I was just. I guess had a, a run high, which I've never had before in my life. So I was just running on the beach, enjoying it. And, dude, uh, running yeah. is fucking dude. It's glorious. It's like it's kind of what I've replaced that adrenaline rush of football with. Yeah. For me, like, cause, cause, 
like I, I've thought about getting back into sports and shit, and I tried rugby for a little bit, and then the moment that I, I had like three games and I got hurt in every single game, and I was like, oh, okay, well, this is why oh. you don't do contact sports because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. your body just wants to break. Yeah, your body yeah. wants to break. It hurts. You're in pain. You're constantly injured. You're damaging your brain. <laughs> it's like, it's like fuck. Shit. So I mean, for me, it's this, and I'm I'm about to try um, jujitsu, and then I'm gonna try. Yeah. Um, uh, like indoor rock climbing with bouldering. Nice, yeah. yeah rock classes. climbing gets you jack too. Dude. Dude, it's just good. Um, that were actually an interesting point you brought up is like you found a different thing to substitute football, which for me was sales. I've, I, I substituted. I substitute. Yes, for me, I substituted baseball for sales, and I didn't realize how much baseball taught me about sales. It was crazy. Yeah, I was like, because like successful Wait, in so baseball is three you, out of ten. So what, what, would you learn in baseball that translated to sales dude so many life lessons like successful like i said baseball is three out of ten times like so what uh, this mean? person told you so i know at bats, about baseball at, it's okay we'll go through it <laughs> <laughs> so, ten, so you have a batting average right so how successful you are at how many times right so let's say i had 10 at bats yeah. to be really good in baseball you only have to get on base three times out of those 10. So you, you have, have to, to hit get the a ball hit. three times. And you could strike out seven times. You can strike out seven times, but your batting average is three hundred plus. You're you're pretty much set. You'll what? Like the professionals yeah, because, only hit three out of ten. Is that just because pitching people are pitching? Pitching's so good, good, so good. There's like you can get don't, you can hit a ball hard as crap. Doesn't matter if they catch it, you're still out. There's still a positive at bat. Oh, but yeah, because like, they got a bunch of people out there yeah, waiting to catch your fucking balls. Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> so they're playing it. defense. So like, you get on base three out of ten times and all that going on, you know, it's same That's, thing with sales. That makes like, sense. You get, that makes sense. Yeah, so, you can have, it, so what, what's the ratio with sales, do you think? Is three out of so 100? in roofing, um, for every ten doors you knock, you at least want one inspection. I got to the point where I was like one in every five. Hey, hey. Yeah, okay. so like it was okay. it was constant so like um, what what kind of steps did you have to take to like what, what did you do to refine your process so i know you, um, you listened and recorded but like what specific things did you did you refine so uh we went with I'm trying to think what we, we actually sat down and did this we i went with how i started off at the door like i'm not up in your face i'm like back i'm like i want you to think like who the frick is this dude Oh, yeah. I was st- I would so be on like my you're... phone, okay. yeah. I would be on my phone, turn to the side like this, right? On my phone, like this is my like the mindset was this is my office, not not yours. This is not your home anymore. This yeah. outside, as soon as you open that door, it's now my office. That was my mindset. Okay. So I wasn't taking your crap. Yeah. So if somebody told me like I don't have time. No, you and you open the door. You have time. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So mindset was huge. How did and you? Just, so how did you? So how did you initiate that? So you're on your phone. They open the door. And you're bitch. It did. Now I'm in control. <laughs> um, so it's pretty much, you know, it's just like, hey, okay, how's so, it going? So like, you know? let me let me open the door. So I'm opening the okay. door, and you're standing there. Hi, how are you? Who are you? It's pretty much. I'm like reading. So right there, your energy yeah. was high, right? Yeah. So I'm come, I'm gonna come back with you with higher energy. Okay. To put you on this roller coaster of emotions really quick. All right. So it's, I'm gonna give you back. Hi, how's it going? You know, so and so. I'm with so and so. Yeah. I'm gonna if I depends on the area that i'm really in if i'm selling like roofs and whatnot like i probably already installed a roof on your freaking neighborhood like mm-hmm. in your neighborhood already You've probably seen our signs so and so i'm just coming by as a common courtesy because your neighbor told me to because uh, i just hooked them up with the roof. 
I wasn't, if I didn't, if I'm new to an area, yeah. I would be a blunt about it. Like, no, I'm be honest. I'm new to this area. I want to see if there's damage on your roof. Right. It's free. What do you have to lose? Yeah, Stuff true. like that. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, like the long my... term, it does actually make sense to get your roof replaced. if there's it, damage. it just makes sense. Cause it, guess what? If there's damage on like hail or wind damage, insurance companies can come in there and pay for it. Yeah. Only thing you owe is your deductible. You pretty much just got like a 10 to $15,000 like check for a new makeover in your home. It just okay, makes sense. Okay, so you found this, or I guess you're, at least your boss or whoever created that company found this little niche of a way to get people to pay for something through their insurance. Damn, yeah. that's smart. So you're like, smart. oh, okay. So you got a bunch of little sale points for that. Interesting. Yeah. So how did you find, like, what... what, what Roofing? Did you, how did I find it? Yeah, how did you get into it? The, okay. Yeah, first, initially. So let's, let's flash back. Um, I think it was like a year out of high school, man. I'm in this small little town <laughs> delivering pizzas. I'm trying to get enough money to go be a firefighter, right? And I was like, I keep coming to the same conclusion. I don't have enough money. I so don't have money to go do this. You wanted to save up money so that you could go be of service to your country in a way comfortably. Yes. So I like, that was my main goal coming out of high school. I was like, okay, I'm going to try to go be a firefighter. I'll be tight, right? Right. Um, I just but didn't make money. It wasn't that. I didn't have the money to even go to the school. You I didn't have, have the money to really. You have yes. to pay to, you have to learn pay how to, to be that. a firefighter? Yes. I and mean, you, there's some like grants you can get, but like, that's And you don't have to pay to be a police officer. And you don't have to pay to be in the military. That doesn't make any sense, dude. I don't know, man. But that they, doesn't make yeah. any sense. I don't know if the police if the police thing's true or not. But... Dude, I'm pretty sure you can just fucking sign up and they give you a badge. <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 like, I'm pretty sure that there's so little amount of people who want to be a police officer that anybody that walks through oh, the door, they're TK. like, oh, bro, yeah. it's done, 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 done. Yeah, so I just didn't have enough money, man. I was delivering okay. pizzas. Yeah, and like I was looking for a way to like make money, and then luckily, I my older brother like I went out with him one day like this roofing thing. And I was like, this is actually pretty fun because you're never in the office really. You're was he doing terrible. it already? He was doing it already, and then okay. they're like, hey, he called me when he was like, hey, there was a storm in Kansas. Pack your shit, let's go. So I left my job. Oh, so you like, traveling the country? So yeah, my first storm I worked was in Kansas. Um, from so I was in Texas. I was out in East right. Texas and then uh, went to Kansas. Somewhere, it was like Shawnee or some shit like that. It was a cool Shawnee. little town. Shawnee. <laughs> Shawnee. And then they got hit with some storms. When I was there for about like a month and a half. And somewhere in Dallas area got hit again with hail. And they called us to come so back. The, so, so the way that this business like, model is working is so a storm happens. You guys follow the weather. You guys pack up. You move your shit to the city. Do you guys check into like a hotel motel? Yeah, so we checked into a hotel, and then like if we want to, if the storm is big enough, we'll travel to it. So like the hurricane that just hit Louisiana, mm -hmm. we're there right. Like that company's there right now. They would, oh. they did not have an office set up before that. Oh, but so they'll like, they'll like lease a fucking building, like an yeah, office they or will something, straight like up a lease. short term lease. Yeah, because I've seen that with the companies that I work with, like the when they'll um, when they're building an apartment complex downtown, they'll like lease a fucking like run down little thing next to a gas station and use it as an office. Yeah. So okay. they would do that. And, and then, that. yeah. And then Fuck, we also chase. That's yeah. smart. That's really smart. So what all, so you guys pack up, check in the hotel and you, so then you're running around doing sales. So then at what point in time? Does it not become sales? Yeah. Do you start doing the okay. work? So you first inspect the roof, right? So it's still sales. It's got damage on it, great. So now we file a claim with the insurance company, 
your insurance company oh, then you do sends it for out them? you file a claim for them make it really with, them, with them with them with them okay. yeah <laughs> and uh <laughs> it's like to uh, make it real easy on them okay make it real easy here i have the phone number right here i literally have like a master list of all of it's really it's really it's like awesome we can make this work okay yeah and uh so they send out what's called an adjuster which pretty much does an inspection of what you just did or what I myself would just do right and then you're there with them when the adjuster's meeting and then they go through all of it. They write up uh, an estimate of all the things that are damaged, what needs to be fixed, and they're pretty much like here. And then like I can go through each little step, what they put on it, why they didn't put something on it, and what we need to go get because sometimes insurance companies wouldn't put all the necessary items on their estimates. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we would add that in later, and then we simply build an insurance company for that and see if we can get that. If not, no big deal. But it's always a bonus to get a little extra money. Yeah, but so so like how often. Would the insurance companies disagree with you? Or are you guys pretty, like, honest? And Every fucking time. Every time? That's okay, so they would buy them? They would buy a roof. Okay. They would buy the roof, right? Who would They would the still roof? leave it, the insurance company. They would say, they we'll, would give us, the we'll give this. So, yeah, so they're the person, like, they're the people the that are supplying the money. Yeah, they're buying, they're giving the homeowner money because they purchased the policy through them. So, let's say, say the, the roof is ten grand, right? Mm-hmm. Um, their deductible is a thousand dollars, so the insurance company send them a check for nine thousand dollars total, right? To get the roof done. Okay. So, but in that ten thousand dollars, they left off some important items on there, like the, I don't know, like the proper steps or like code upgrades for the area. So we'd have to go back and do what's called supplementing, and add that into our estimates, and then from there they would, we'd call in on that and explain our position why we need that, and they would usually come back with like you don't need that because x y and z and it's like a back and forth negotiation process which you're not supposed to say but we all say it because it's like it's what it is um and then the you're program so, they you, use, so you're not supposed to have a negotiation with the insurance no company? legally speaking you're not supposed to have a negotiation and that's coming from them but they still negotiate with us and it's just so stupid. they're the ones making the law <laughs> the all sides are all sides are it's okay. not even it yeah, just no, I mean, this happens everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, it's it just kind of depends. So, but some adjusters, you know, some of them are like really cool. Like, yeah, I'll throw it in. No big deal. And then you're happy. Move on. The other ones are just like, don't even want to talk to you. Like, they're just kind of like, I've got too much stuff to deal with. Like, so it's kind of, it's kind of stressful, but it's also kind of fun too. Interesting. So, but, and shift away from the sales part. This is where we get that first, first check, right? Mm-hmm. So we'd order order the materials. We had to go through what all we need to, to make it right. Um, set up a crew to go out there and do that. Uh, we'd be out there on the site pretty much all day. Do you locally uh, source the materials, or do you source them and like ship them in? So we've got suppliers we would use that are sh- all around the nation. So technically speaking, have like yeah, a master list of suppliers. That yeah. You so we've got like ABC Supply Company, you know, Southern Shingles, RSG, yeah. places like that. It's interesting. It's, like it's interesting how. Uh, at the end of the day, it's like once you learn one industry, especially in construction, you can pretty much apply all the same kind of basic things to all the other yeah. pieces of construction. Because I work with lights, so like I understand, like I have a big master list, and it's like lightology, you know, fucking um, 1000 bulbs, Phillips, all these different people, and just like the same thing. We can work with them, different parts of the country, different factories all over the place, and you can source it anywhere depending on where you are. And it's it's really interesting how how that correlates and, and yeah. does stuff. Do you guys do you guys have the weird layers of sales reps to be able to sell things to certain kind of companies? Like, um, so our market is 
directly to your consumer. So directly to we consumer. buy, so it's yeah. So consumer. it's yeah, it's pretty much like we'll like we're pretty much providing a service that hey, we have all these master sub lists. We can do this work for you. I was trying, I was a general contractor, so it's like we have crews for everything to do. Mm-hmm. It's just I can also provide you the help through your insurance company and submit all types of billing towards them. Submit all certificate of completions to them, whatever documentation they need. So I'm just providing that service of Is me that having that all other that. roofing companies don't do. Yes, no, no, no. They, they all every single one of them do it. They it all do that. It's it just works right okay. Yeah, so it just kind of depends on who can get there first and who they trust first. And if you know somebody, that's a bonus. Uh, I like word to word or mouth to mouth. That's the best referrals for me. It's just like this person's super cool. Go talk to them, <laughs> or like well, yeah, go walk over to your neighbors. Fix, yeah, and you fix somebody's roof, and then they're at like a, a, a they're happy, and they're happy. Yeah, they're like yeah, I guess I got my roof fixed, and these guys are really awesome. And then... I've had yeah, I've had customers like invite me over and everything like afterwards and like sit out and drink with them like it's so cool it's so awesome yeah that's really fucking Uh, cool okay so that means that you're providing like that extra service um are you um are you familiar with tony robbins at all tony robbins i've heard that name yeah man everybody's heard the name but nobody knows who it is what does he do what does he do he's like um he's a big mix of things i guess he has like 72 different companies (laughs) Yeah, he was like 72 different companies and like a motivational speaker slash mentor for thousands of people and like trying to create your own business, build your own brand and stuff. And and like one of the themes is, is that he preaches is um, is like overdo the service. He has a really, I can't remember right now. His actual so it's things. Uh, under, under promise, over deliver. That's pretty much what he's saying. So you're, my, my goal is oh, like, yeah, yeah I can idea. do the X, Y, and Z, right? Yeah. And then I'm going to add in some extra stuff because I want to. I'm not going to tell you when to do it off the bat because then your expectations are that high. If I don't meet that, I look bad. But if right. I set them down here and I know I'm going to provide that, I'll always look good. Right. So, like, there's three things that you could do that are really easy for you to perform on their roof that, like, is, Simple. like, a little thing. And then you don't tell them and you just do it and you come back at the very end. You're like, oh, hey, so here's the bill, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and by the way, I did this, this, and this for you. Yep. Yes. That does make uh, you feel good when somebody does that for you. You know, like I've yep. definitely been sold like that before. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sold like, holy crap. It works. Hey, hey, it it works. works. It really yeah, does it works. work. No, dude, like it's it's really, really interesting how there's like these ways and tactics and met, like methodologies that the brain goes through that is quite universal that you can apply to different people in different situations and different industries. Like for example, lately I've been, I finally have like enough content to where I can go back and I can analyze different things that I've done throughout and see where things worked and where things didn't that were, that were similar. And like what I found lately is that like the two most um, like highest performing headlines that I've had on any of my posts. One of them was you push you. And then another one was like, um, only you make you or something like that. And the thing that I found was when you're talking about you and you make it sound like the person who's talking reading to it. Them. Yes. Yeah. So, cause they're, cause they're trying to, they're like, everybody's self-centered. And so like, they don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a shit about you. They want, they care about themselves and especially in like a buying mentality. And then like when you're purchasing something or if somebody else is purchasing something, it's a selfish decision. And the only thing that they're considered or concerned about in that process is their desires, wants and needs regarding that process or that product. Um, Yeah. So it's pretty much, so I was a quote, 
I read the other day, it was like, um, what was it? It was like, your consumers provide you the context mm -hmm. while you provide them the content of what it is. You're letting them tell you what you want, whether or not you can provide it or not. If I can't provide you something, I'm going to tell you because yeah. I, if I were you, like, I wouldn't do that because I can't provide you that. I know right. somebody you can know. Yeah. Probably. Right. But like, it's <laughs> just, it's like, it's like that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's, I know what you, yeah. Okay. So, so your boot camp, you're, you're doing this and what, what kind of made it click for you? Like what's, what things started happening when you were, when you were interacting with people that you started learning that were like making it click and start working for you? It's just, um, man, it was a while ago too. It was, it's not about always making the sale, right? Mm -hmm. If I can have positive conversations, that energy is going to feed me to the next person keep going and keep going and then one day it like i said it just kind of clicked that like i wasn't selling solar then i was just trying to i was selling an appointment to come back and then i was like wait a minute same thing with the roofing i was just selling an inspection i wasn't selling them a roof on the spot right that's because i struggled with like yeah different consideration it's just it's too much it's too much because so you you're just selling a small the first part time and you're like, okay, Too and you're walking up to this door and you're like, fuck, okay, I need to walk away like with a sale, like I'm trying to sell them a roof. And you go up there and it's just kind of you're like- pressuring, You're pressuring, you're pressuring, yeah, you're pressuring them. You're, you're just coming off as a dick and it's just not good to come up too salesy and it's just like, calm down. Right. Instead like of just instance, come, talking like, like a human being. Like tomorrow I gotta run 26 miles and if I start running and I'm thinking about the mile 25 and mile two, like that's gonna be really rough. Like, because I, I have this plan in my head that I'm going to break it down in six mile increments. Because, like, 6, 12, 18, 24, 24, and then you got two miles left. Just, like, hammer it home for 2.2 miles. And then I think that would be just, like, the pure heart. But I think if I'm focusing on six mile increments at a time, just like you probably focused on, um, you know, just the next interview, just the inspection. Do you try to, do you, so you walk up to them and you're, in your mind, you're trying to get that inspection before you walk away, or are you just trying to yeah, get that next I'm interview? trying to, I'm trying to, if I can, I want that inspection right then and there. And then from there, at least with roofing, like I'm gonna try to get that. Like there, like I could, I have a potential to make the sale at that point. If there's damage on it, if it's not, I try to make the best uh, connection I can with them. And if there ever was a storm, you know, they call me instead of somebody else. Um, but you would want to sell them the inspection, not selling them on the roof yet. They're like, cause they always bring that up. So I'd always say stuff to make them intrigued. Like, oh, I can get a free roof. Yeah, but first things first, I have to get up there. So before we even get into that, I don't even want to get into that yet. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so it's so just kind of like free roof, enticing, and then the enticing, only way to get to, but into I, that conversation. I pull it back. Yeah, right. so I pull it back. I'm like, whoa, wait. Before, it's like taking a girl out, right? It's like, yeah, yeah it's like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll go. I'm like, whoa, before that, I got to know you better. So it's like before that, I got to see if it's even worth my time. Mm -hmm. So with the roof, it's another thing. Interesting. How 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 many roofs? Like, does all roofs that you inspect pretty much need repairing? No, so, which is a good thing. So you, damn. So you're doing all this work, and you might even get up on the roof, and then you don't even like need to be there. And nope. you're like, oh, you're good. You have a good one. Like, let me know if anything yep. happens. Exactly. So uh, like, we had this app on our phone. Oh, we use called Hell Recon. Shit. Yeah, so we can log it. It was called Hail Recon. And we can see the last time we had a storm and see how big the hail was, see like how high the winds were. So we can get areas. So there's like a whole roofing to. community of people who created this app or like, and like probably 
Yeah. Wow. So it's like Waze, the app Waze, and people like um, the, the, everybody puts where the different cops are, and you, you can like thumbs up and <laughs> kind head, of. hands down. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, kind of. So it's like depends <laughs> on the cool. login, but like so, Hell Recon in general, that's another sales sales thing. Is like they're selling you a service of we can tell you where where Hell has been, where it hasn't been. You yeah. can drop like an address marker in a certain area, look up hell dates of that area for the last like 10 years, mm-hmm. see if it's, see if it's had any hell. Um, if it's really recent, it'll be obvious. Um, but it's fucking crazy. I guess you never went to Phoenix, did you? No, I went, <laughs> there's places I've been is, uh, Texas, Kansas, at least for like sales, Texas, Kansas, California. That makes sense. So like the three. Only three places I've ever sold anything. But, but I bet the they're, com- they're fucking gonna make some bank in the areas where some of the protests went on. <laughs> Man, okay, that's a whole different dilemma. That's oh, that's like so. If there's like vandalism or whatnot, that's the insurance doesn't cover it. Frick, no, man, that's going after the person who did that. And if it guess what, if it's a protest, good there's luck. Not, you're not gonna. You're not. You gotta pay for that shit. I mean, it's like Damn, a long. That's rough. That that makes it even. I didn't even know that. So like, for people to know that insurance isn't going to cover you ruining There's, somebody else's fucking property. No, like it's gonna be some out of pocket on your end because you gotta they gotta do an investigation, see if it was you know arson or stuff like that. You know, if it was, like you, the homeowner, or you, the owner, you're gonna get investigated because it's like. You just wanted something new, so screw you. You use your insurance money, you do that. Like insurance will pay you if like you're not guilty. Right? Yeah. Like if a fucking house explodes because you want a new house and you you sprung a gas leak, <laughs> <laughs> sprung a gas leak, or went up on a roof with a sock and a golf ball and started beating the crap out of your roof. Have people done that? Yes, people have done that. There are contractors who have done that because, like you said, like we were talking about earlier, it's like not everyone oh, like has damage. Oh, like the contractor goes up there. Contractors do. have done that, man, and so have homeowners. And like I've seen, and on the insurance side, I've also seen insurance companies, insurance adjusters, like do some really cr- shady stuff and just deny, 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 deny all freaking day, and they're just like trying to get away from it, and it's really sad. I love how our systems are just like fucked up, people. Layered on, like it's just like weird little layers of things, and like it's always self. Like yeah, but our whole society are just like layers of regulations and people and levels of different businesses, and it's just like this thing that's happened over time, and it's it's just like and and especially seeing right now with how fragile it is, it's a very interesting thing. I'm telling you, there's people right now getting hell of our richer richer right now. Yeah, they're taking full hell. Yes. Yeah. The biggest. Yeah, I think it was like the biggest like wealth change the first time was like world war ii right after world war ii biggest distribution of wealth is right after that and like this one it'll be the same thing except it's not well, world I mean, war the billionaires have already made billions in the past and months. it's not even close to being over yeah. <laughs> so it's gonna be it depends <sighs> what you can do i mean same and, thing. and we got an epic economic collapse coming anyways like if like it's just going to happen <laughs> yeah dude and like, like one, one of the guys one of the people that i listen to and follow a lot his name is peter schiff and he dude he has this video or a video of a, a compilation of a bunch of different interviews that he did on different news um channels on tv back in 2006 and he was like there's a bubble and it's gonna pop and we're all gonna get fucked and it's about to happen in this amount of time oh, and this is exactly why 
and literally, like, and dude, it was funny because he'd be up there, and he it was two thousand six, right? So everybody's like, "No, the economy's good, everything's good." And he's like, "No, nah, bro, it's about to pop, it's about to two pop, years. It's about to pop." Two Wait, two years, <laughs> the whole thing. And so Boom. he's got this whole thing like Peter Schiff was right, and he's 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 sounding the alarm now again. He said like like the bubble was bigger than ever, and it's gonna be a worse recession than the Great Depression. And the longer that we quit. The art, the longer that we keep artificially extending its start date out into the future, the worse it's going to be. Yeah, it's like we're, it's like, it's like running away from a problem. Really, you just like you got to get over with yeah. before it turns into a huge problem. Which, yeah, there's really nothing we can do about it. It's yeah. already too late for us. <laughs> yeah, bro, it's too, it's too late. late. Hopefully, hopefully something good will come of it. And we can band together, and Dan Crenshaw will be president. <laughs> <laughs> Great job, we'll be president. Dude. That's funny, bro. Dude, Dan Crenshaw uh, needs to be president, bro. You think so? Man, Dude, I can't even talk answer. about that stuff. It's awesome. I love not being able to talk about anything political now. It's such... Not being able to? I mean, I can, but, like, not really. I can't go to, like... If I want to go to, like, a protest, like, I can't that wear anything you're that insignificant. Yes. Okay. And it's honestly a freaking blessing, and it's amazing. So you can go to a protest, but you can't identify yourself as being in the military? Cannot identify myself, cannot do anything. I cannot wear anything associated with the military at all. And honestly, they just recommend it. We just don't even go to those at this point. I mean, I wouldn't go to a protest. I mean, if Heck, I wouldn't go to a protest to begin guns. with. Like, I would like to be at a protest if it was a peaceful protest, but the, with the way the protests are going right now. Dude, like, I was thinking, bro, I was having the thought the other day that the voting booths are about to get shot up this year. Wow, that's interesting. You know, think about I it. I didn't even think like, of, I didn't think about that. Think about that, bro. Like like there's gonna be people just in droves of lines in different parts six of the country. Six foot six feet apart. Six feet sitting apart. all the way out. And somebody can just oh, walk shit. up. And you're not allowed to bring a gun there. You're not allowed to protect yourself there. Mm-mm. Doesn't even matter. Nope. I tried, dude. I one time when I was 16, though. Um, actually, it was back in 2016 when Donald Trump was getting elected. I was trying to protest, dude. <laughs> I was <just> back. <laughs> this is back when I was like a hardcore conspiracy theorist. Like, fuck the government, fuck everything. It's all a lie. And I, I was wearing a Guy Fox mask, dude. And I was, I had a sign. And I was literally on. Um, I was like, it was on some, like public. Plano ISD school property and like <laughs> I was standing outside the voting booth with my sign and this cop comes up to me and he's like you can't protest here like you're not allowed to be on this like pub, like private government property and I was like fuck you <laughs> I was like I can be here and he like, he like got closer to me like put his hand on his waist and He's like, look, you, you really can't be here. And I was like, dope, peace. <laughs> so I get the hint. Okay, that's fine though. That's fine though. Right? Well, most people it's the people that, that keep going. They don't read that. Yeah. Like, and then you oh, get arrested and, and you get shot. It. And then you just you win play stupid games and supervises. Yeah, see? I was like, peace. I was like, excellent, peace, sir. Like, thank you for letting me know. And then I walked to the sidewalk. Like right where the people were driving into the place. And he probably said legally speaking, property. yes, you can and then do I, that. And I stayed there. I was like, dope. And I was like, nothing I'm you say public. about it. Exactly. It's just like there's rules. <laughs> you just gotta follow just the follow. rules. Yeah. Because they're there to protect your free speech, bro. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Dude, life is a trip, bro. Like who like when when we when we were in school together, would you could you have ever possibly predicted any of this? No. Uh, <laughs> I don't think 
I couldn't even predict where I was going in my life. I let alone this crap. Like I was focused on myself. I couldn't even predict that. You think I was? Yeah, dude. Anyone was? I was worried about that not going big. to jail or like overdosing. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, man. It took a lot, bro. It took a lot. Like I continued to do that shit for a long, long time. And then, like, like I still do drugs, but I test mm. my drugs now. Like, I, I'm a very big advocate for, like, have fun, like, do your drugs if you want to do them, but, like, if you're going to do them, there's really simple ways to do them really smart. And I yeah. think it was, I think it was the, the fentanyl wave that made me cue in. Like, when started, when, like, people, like, a bunch I of famous people. about that, yeah. Yeah, Mac Miller, Prince, um, a couple other super famous people um, just, like, died. Uh, oh, um, Little Peep. Dude, they all died from fentanyl like these famous people and i was like holy shit and then like like fentanyl was in like they're putting in everything because they can turn into yeah, a liquid or a powder a drop yeah it's like a drop bro and you're done dude so i was like fuck so i started testing my drugs so like i have three different test kits that i do for every single drug that i do so you do an ulrich test kit which tests for psychedelics then you do a um a marquee test kit which tests for uppers um mdma and like cocaine a couple other different things and then like the fake substances of those as well so it'll tell you like if it's the, like the fake synthetic versions. Yeah, yeah synthetic ones um like like uh, what's the methadone methadone is fucking crazy bro <laughs> but it'll, it'll like tell you because some people will give you methadone and tell you that it's molly and it's fake like fake molly and it'll be methadone and it's just like it's not good but so then and then i also have like fentanyl test strips so then you know anything that you do you can do it safely and like within reason and i like it's it's been a very interesting process like and, and of course moderation is key that's one thing that i had to learn. of course but dude i didn't learn that until a year ago like one year ago dang yeah the moderate like the, the safety part i learned but I, I was going as hard as you saw me go in terms of quantity and frequency until about a year ago <laughs> that's insane so yeah. i it's like it's like drinking man you're like you just like you blacked out one night and like you kind of learn your lesson a little bit at least you think and then you go yeah. back to doing it it's you like you got it you just got to have that self-discipline to like know when to stop yeah did you get into drinking like hardcore for a little bit or something no, How'd you learn not it? really. It just like from seeing other people do stupid shit. So that, and then I re so like every quarter or so, like when I was still like in the civilian world, I'd have one night where I'd go out and do that, and that was it. But like drinking to me just took time away, so I couldn't. Like I noticed it. I was like, I'm being less productive. Like I gotta like buy. I don't really care to drink. Yeah, because you gotta recover. It takes a couple of days yeah, to fully recover. Yeah, especially when you get older, man. It's do you crazy. Pay are you telling me that you're saying you're getting older? You're only 20 what? 3? 23, yeah. I'll be 23. 24 in December. Hey, man. Yeah, I remember you being a little bit older than me. Yeah. I'm, yeah. 20, I'm 23 as well. But it is, dude, it's so weird, bro. We were 16 yesterday. Dude, we were in 6th grade yesterday, bro. Dude, I think those are like the highlights. 6th <laughs> grade? Those are the bro, highlights, bro. bro. Dude, jumping on the fucking goddamn desk the moment that the teacher walked out the classroom door and we would like choke doing each other. Stupid, doing bro, the stupidest. We dude, honestly, like. Each other. <laughs> like, we were just wanting to beat the fuck out of each other. It made no sense. And I can't live. I can't. 
believe people let it happen too. They were just sitting there watching. Dude, nobody did anything, bro. We were just nope. me, dude, me and you, and then sometimes him would join join in. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, bro. Bro, fucking him, and like, dude, and then they kicked me out of the classroom, and I go just like obliterate <laughs> yeah. shit in the hallway. <laughs> dude, I remember one time she was like, "Go in the fucking hallway," and I was like, "All right," and I went and I sat. Is that Coach Boswell? Was that her name? Yes, dude, yes. I was trying to remember, I couldn't coach Boswell, dude, and I fucking went into the fucking hallway and sat in the trash can, and then the fucking, um, the watermelon head, dude, what's his name, Mr. Mosley, he... Mr. Oh, is he the, uh, Mr. Letterner? Mr. Letter, yeah, he looked like a monkey with a watermelon yeah. head, I remember, <laughs> Mr. Letter. Letter, Letter, he walked by, and I was sitting in the trash can. He was like, "What's going on?" And I was like, "What's up, man?" She kicked me out. I'm chilling. <laughs> kicked me out, and I'm just chilling. Like, dude, I remember. Dude, remember that one time where I did something where I felt I like I had ball tapped you too many times, and like I felt guilty. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I was like, yes. bro, you need to get me back. I give you three. We had four three. people hold you. Four people hold you. <laughs> We went into the fucking bathroom, and there's four, one person on each of my legs and one person on each of my arms holding me down against the wall, and you I just felt so bad. uppercutted my nuts, dude. I felt, I, I want to let you know that I held back, but I still felt bad. It's okay, dude. I definitely deserved that. I deserved the next two that you didn't give me, bro. Uh, that was, I was it, such dude. an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I was, was such funny. a fucking asshole. And I was wearing my my yellow, purple, green skinny jeans, bro. Oh, I remember those. Yeah, those were a look. Those were a look, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how we became friends when we wore that, but we somehow we clicked. So With the tap like, out shirts, <laughs> the tap out shirts, yeah, and the earrings. That was you, dude. I was like, dude. who the fuck is this kid, bro? <laughs> Because that was my first year in that school with those group of people. And then I remember everybody, did I remember everybody calling me a fucking faggot for wearing earrings? No then, way. Yeah, dude. And then the I next year that. in seventh grade, everybody had cool. earrings. It's cool. Everybody yeah. had it's... fucking earrings. I was like, great. What? Fucking bastards. <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs> dude, Hagrid was some shit, man. Mr. Mr. Pooper Scooper, Mr. Thurman. In I grade. love that guy. I love that man. Dude. Bro, Plano was a tripped out place. Dude, I met this girl who grew up in Plano here the other day. It was really tripped out to meet somebody. What? Yeah. What school did she go to? Um, um, I think she went to the same school we went to. Because I think she went to Plano Senior High. I don't remember what senior, or the other ones, but I think she went to Plano Senior High. Fucking tripped out, dude. Dude, like everybody oh, well. here, everybody here is not from here. It's the most interesting thing. Like I've met two or three people who were born here and everybody else that i met moved here huh yeah have you ever been to phoenix no i've not dude if you ever is, it a, chance, is it a place dude, is it a place cool, i should go to or what definitely um not to visit for a vacation um uh, but if you have some extra time to stop by and like do some partying in the clubs that's fun but like sedona sedona is an hour and a half north of here and it is the most magical, beautiful, hippie land paradise of, like, fucking magic. Like, there's this whole, like, little town, and half the places are crystal shops. It's the most amazing thing, dude. But the whole background and drop is just the most beautiful red rock mountain scenery you've ever seen in your life. And it's got what they call energy vortexes all over it. And you can go do, like, oh, dude, like, the older I get, the more woo-woo I get. 
<laughs> like the, the more the more I'm starting to get into like like meditation and Eastern medicine and like the crazy spiritual realm and stuff. Like it's, dude, bro, it's fucking tripped out. How connected okay. we okay. are, dude, this bro. Just just think about this for a second. So like, if there's one thing to prove, like, I'm sure you've heard like we're all made of space dust. I've. Did you know that? I Did think you... I've heard you talk about this a long ass time ago. <laughs> <laughs> You're the person that told me this, bro. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. Space yeah, I'm sure I was, bro. But we are, dude. Like every single thing in this entire universe, everything is made out of space dust, stardust. Like we all came from the exact same material originally, yeah. and like an exploding star created everything that's here and if like that's not trippy enough for you then like think about this so i i have a compost pile right and i mm. and i put like my my ex excess food bits and shit in there and i was looking at it and it was disgusting brothers like maggots and ants and decomposing matter and it's fucking nasty as shit and i was like i was i did it and i was walking away and it was like burning my eyes like it was just like fucking disgusting i couldn't stop thinking about it i was like dude that's fucking nasty and then i was like holy shit i'm going to be compost someday i was like that's exactly i'm gonna what be at that that right that. there, that thing, that is what I'm going to look like. And those maggots are going to be in my eye sockets and they're going to become my testicles. And then I thought about it for a second. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, I'm going to turn this compost into a garden. So when you turn into compost, you then that gets eaten and soaked up into nutrients into the ground. And then a blade of grass soaks up that nutrients that used to be you. You still there? Yeah, yeah sorry. Oh, you're good. Then that blade of grass soaks up that nutrients that used to be you, and then, um, then a fucking cow eats that fucking grass, and then another human eats that cow, and now you live on through that other human, and like maybe it doesn't go that maybe it doesn't go that exact route, but that like that's just a, a direct thing that could happen that is direct, exact physical proof that somebody could actually see in their lifetime of somebody's life force living on through another human. And if not that, then anything else. Like, you could become a tree. You could become a bee. You could become this. You could become whatever the fuck. But, like, if no energy can be created nor destroyed, then, like, what is going on? It's trippy. There we go. <laughs> We're all one, dude. Like, and then, and then that, that, it's been starting to apply to other parts of my life. So, for instance, um, like, my whole life, I've had a really weird, like, relationship towards fat people. I've just been really judgmental towards fat people in my head. And like, it's like shitting on them inside like my whole life. So is the military. Right? <laughs> I bet. Yeah, I mean, you can't. So, but, but like, but like really mean things like that just like, I have no right to be thinking nor feeling towards somebody who's not me that has nothing to do with my life. And I was, I was on my route where I run and, and people bike along there a lot. And I, I looked back and I see this guy riding his bicycle and he's like pretty fat and he is wearing like a hundred dollar, $200 fucking like neon spandex, nice ass oh, outfit, yeah. sexy helmet, sexy glasses. Oh, yeah. And I was just like this motherfucker. I was like, you fat piece of shit. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> Man, I was I'm thinking like, hell yeah, dude, you're willing to put the, spend the money to it. Now you better follow through. Like, fuck. Oh, see, see, I'm, I'm an asshole. See, I have problems. <laughs> see, I'm, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Okay. So I, I look at this guy and I'm, I'm thinking all of these mean things towards him and I, and I'm judging this fucking shit out of him. And I was like, wait, 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 hold on. 
if I if I recognize the fact that we are all one and we're all connected, and it's all the same fucking thing. Then like, there's no possible fucking way that these thoughts that I'm having towards him in a negative way have anything to do with him. I don't know him. He, I don't. He's not a part of my life. Like I don't know anything about this guy. So th- like, and if we're all one, then then. I asked myself, I was like, how the fuck could any of these questions or, or thoughts towards this guy have anything to do with him? And I was like, oh, fuck, they don't. I'm actually projecting my own insecurities about things that I have in my own life on this own motherfucker that I don't know because I have some problems, for instance. And like the thing that I realized in that moment was like I personally have an issue with sh- like sugar and like eating shit. Like you can't see it because I have good self-control most of the time. But, like, oh, dude, <laughs> I can get fat real fast, dude. I can, get <laughs> I can get fat real fast. Like, like I can let go in, in three days. I can gain, like, eight pounds just from Dang, eating what? shit. Like, I can fucking put away four fucking cane sandwiches, two things of fries, and a fucking milkshake, like, down the drain in a couple minutes, and then eat later again that day. They're, well, like, yeah. an entire extra-large pizza, side of wings, dessert just like just constantly bro like i can fucking do but you it can, and, but you could do that and still work out and it wouldn't matter yes but that's not what i'm fucking preaching i'm preaching over no, here no. like longevity <laughs> yeah <laughs> longevity you heart-wise you could die <laughs> yeah yeah and like and but but what i'm realizing is like since like i have that problem like for me it takes a lot of self-control to not give into that every single day of my life and like every single time that i decide to eat i have to consciously make the decision to not do what i would like to do and i realized in that moment i was like okay so you take into account we're all one then i'm having these thoughts and these feelings towards this guy i don't know this motherfucker so therefore it must be about me and then it's realizing that oh shit like I have this problem with food and then oh shit it must be my own insecurities that I'm projecting on this motherfucker and so then you're like oh then you can switch it around and go okay now now like meta loving kindness to this guy which meta is a type of meditation where you wish people well and wish people good um, in like a long life and so I was like oh so you can switch that around turn it to meta loving kindness and then do that own self work on yourself and then and then then you extrapolate that to all the other different situations in life like Every single time that you have a negative thought towards another human being or like it's a judgment. Point. Well, it's not, it's, it, there is a point. Like I mean, you, yeah, you're but... actually shitting on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like you actually, there's something going on within yourself that you are uncomfortable with to the point where you're projecting it on somebody else that you don't even know. And like, Man, just it's... think about that. Think about that next time you judge somebody and then like, just turn around, take a pause and then like think about like does this have anything to do with that person or does it have something to do with me in my life that i'm uncomfortable with myself and then you can like then you can work from that point of view dude it's i've been doing a lot of self-work dude it's good it's (laughs) good you always should analyze yourself i think yeah man like like i've been i've been realizing lately like the the whole spiritual self-growth development and like shit is super super fucking important because there's got to be a lot more to life than just being a fucking ant in a maze and like living and like working and then having a family and then buying a house and then dying it's like <laughs> i want more than that you know and like i want to yeah actually like i actually i think my goal here is to eventually like change the world like i'd like to do something um 
to the degree of like like what Joe Rogan is doing. That would be really cool. Like I, I have no desire for my podcast to get that big, but I think that kind of like imprint on life, like that would be really cool to be able to do that. Cause, cause and the difference is, is like he, he started it to have fun, to like just have jokes. Like he's not trying to be a public servant. And I think like somebody could do what he's doing, but with the purpose of being a public servant. Yeah, That's I heard really a. Cool. I heard a Dan Pena. It's like a. It's almost like that. Like he's doing that stuff for free, right? He's getting paid to YouTube, right? But uh, Dan Pena is like someone I watch a lot. Dan um, Pena. It's like, yeah, he's Isn't like that entrepreneur guy. Entrepreneur. He brings like he was an entrepreneur, and then like he like mentors a whole bunch of people and makes them like millionaires and whatnot. Um, he, he was saying the glasses, right? The cool glasses. Yeah, he's older, older dude. Like yeah. super old. Okay, then no. Um, no, no, no. He was in, I think he was in the army for a while, but uh, okay. he was like, fuck, what was I going to say? He was a, uh, what was he? Hold on, let me backtrack. I lost my train of thought. Yeah, damn <laughs> Older guy. He, older guy. He, uh, he said that, frick, man, what were we talking about? That's all he's on. John Murray, John Murray. We're talking about people um, being public servants and trying to change the world with their platform. Yeah, okay, there we go. So he said that you can go do that, and that's fine. But you got to find a way to make – you have to have coin to do that. You have to have money to go do that. You can yes. go, like, buy a part of the rainforest, but you got to have money. You yeah. can go save this little village somewhere, but you yeah. got to have money. Yeah. It's like you that could be your ultimate goal, but you got to find a way to still have that drive to – you gotta build in this world. You need money, right? It's just yeah, simple. which which it's, that's an interesting line that I like. I've been on like um, I started on that idea of wanting money when I was going to school with you and shit. Like in ninth grade, like I wanted to be rich. I was like, I want to yeah, be millionaire. I want to be like, and it was it was um, Wolf of Wall Street that did it. I watched that movie on fucking acid, and <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, dude, it changed my life forever. <laughs> <laughs> and um and so like that was what wanted me to make me rich and then but it was all from a selfish point of view and then like eventually i was like okay i want to change the world i want to make a difference but then my my mindset was still skewed towards like i need to get rich i need to make money i need to do me 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 and then like later on down the road i can focus on helping other people uh and then and then lately i've been shifting towards um the idea of just 100% being of service. And if you if you come from the mindset of like everything and every action that you do is of service to other people, then like the money will come. Like yeah, as long come. as it's in a consistent way. Like for and, instance, it, and it's genuine, yeah. If it's yeah. genuine, people are gonna know. Right. If it's not, it's like, it's not gonna work out. Exactly, like like my whole goal for this podcast or for my Instagram or I'm writing a book or, or anything that I, I'm, I'm trying to do, like it's coming from a place of trying to provide value to other people. Um, not not to to do something for myself and I think that it's it's a much more fulfilling pursuit like for instance um, uh, like right now I live in a house where I rent like I lease the house from a big company that owns a bunch of houses um, called invitation homes and then I lease out the bedrooms to private people so like I'm not actually paying for the rent they are <laughs> right. nice oh they, uh, I know that's called yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it is. Nice. it's called it's called house hacking but yeah, the, it's house in, hacking. The, in the typical sense, you buy the house. I don't have to. Buy, I figured out a way to do it without having to buy a house. 
dude. Like, exactly. like seriously, like there's a there's a like a, a big company that you can rent from, and then you just post it out on Craigslist and you rent it out. So like, but they take care of all the repairs, all the things, all the taxes, all the mortgage, everything, and I just rake in the money, dude. It, but but nice little hack. I like it. Right, but I came up with that, and, and when I was initially doing it, I was doing it out of like selfishness, and then as I started putting together the plan and the idea, I was like, holy shit! Like this is the perfect opportunity to be of service to other people and provide them with a place to live in, a, in an environment that like I couldn't even find for myself when I wanted something like that. And I was like, okay. And then, and then I did a couple things. So like, first of all, it's the most cheapest thing that you could possibly find in the world. Plus it's a great house. Plus it's a cool environment. Plus you can smoke weed inside and I cover the ut utilities of rent. And so, but, but like I could have structured that a whole lot differently. Like I could be making probably almost double what I'm making with the situation if I wasn't coming from a place of being of service. And it's just like an interesting mindset to switch from that. But I think like over time, it's going to compound because like, like the way Gary Vee words it, he's like, you know, there's two types of people who build, build big buildings. And it's like one person, they do it by, you know, like helping other people build their buildings up while they're trying to build their buildings so that it can be like supported. And then other people build their build buildings or, or there's two different types of people who have the tallest building and the, the, the person who has the tallest building, sometimes you do it by helping other people and they push you to the top as well. And then other people do it by trying to tear down everybody around them. And I think like, yeah. And he was like, most people are trying to tear everybody down around them and try to make it to the top, like dog eat dog. And that's just not the way that you're supposed to do it. No, it's, huh. not, it's like a lot of, uh, a lot of back and forth with that. And it just doesn't work out. Long <laughs> nope. usually, usually doesn't. Usually yeah. doesn't. No, dude. I mean, I mean, even if it does, then you get to the top and you don't feel good about it. Unless you're just a, a cold, <laughs> heartless bastard, gangster motherfucker. Uh, if you if you are that, congratulations. I'm not. I can't. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I no. have a soul. Yes. Um. So so what's your so so you're so you're selling shit. You're getting really good at it. Um. And so then, what made you decide to go back to roofing from the solar? Um. I never really. So. Um, I want to say I wanted. I think I just wanted to go back home. Like I got what I got out of there, out there in California. I'll oh, so the solaring was in California. Solar oh, was in right, California. because they made a law in California to where every new building has to be at least equipped to have solar in the yep. future, right? Right, because I so remember because we have some weird fucking laws going on with the way that we have to do light fixtures. Like we have to be JA8 compliant. Um, which is like a certain code of laws for like energy efficiency and shit. Yeah. So took advantage of that a little bit. And then like, I got what I wanted out of it. I learned everything as I thought, you know, and it was just like, just go back. I'm 1099 anyways. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on company essentially. Yeah. How did Put you, that in. so how does, like, I've always been curious, how does 1099 work? So when you, so you're getting paid like what, like a lot Full, per hour. Nothing. No, no. So it's only sales only. So I only so get paid. So in order for me, commission only, right? In order for me to eat, I had to sell. Right. Uh, my question was mostly about like taxes. So how does that work oh, with 1099? Yeah. 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 So like, like I've always fine. been really curious. So you, so you're making money, and as you're making money, do you have to put away money in preparation for being taxed at the end of the year? Yes. So you pay it quarterly. Um, you can write off stuff, right? But we get taxed pretty heavily because it is lucrative for us. 
Um, so usually, preferably do it quarterly, so you don't get behind on that, and think you have a lot more money to do because they don't take out social security and do any of that crap. Right. So you're really seeing you're actually seeing what you actually like. Deserve. You're seeing you're getting your gross pay. You're you're getting your gross pay without seeing like social security and taken out, and it's it's fun. Just gotta be careful with it, or you're gonna be in a lot of trouble. So be what, like, what percentage does it? So like, so are you are you like calculating? Okay, they're probably going to take this much amount out, and so then you get the paycheck, and you're just shoveling mm-hmm. that away. So I had a I had an app on my phone that would calculate that for me. So I uh, uh, okay, it was called Intuit or something like that, where I would like connect to my bank account, and then from there, it'd be like, hey, you owe two to three thousand dollars this quarter. Make sure you have that. So I would. Interesting. Okay. So you move back home, you're back with your family and you're doing the roofing, but, but how, so, so Dallas is like your home base. And then when it, when then a, a fucking storm hits you travel. So, uh, depends of, depends on the situation. So I only traveled once. I was going to Kansas. That's the only place like that was just to get started. That was, like, that was an opportunity. Yeah. That, okay. that was go. So right? the other times you were working in the town that you were living in, um, towns are just the area. So like, uh, I lived in like Roy City, so like, I was able to go to like McKinney, like Dallas. Which is near, that's hot. near Rockwall, right? Yeah, Roy City. It's by Rockwall, yeah. And then so I would work over there, and then I got this opportunity. They're starting a branch out in East Texas, so I went over there because that's where my mom and dad were. So like, screw it, should go back over there. And then got my own place over there, and just didn't really stop. I just kind of lived there, that's cool. and shit. So. That's cool, and you're just grinding away. So then, did you have like a number in mind that you wanted to get to before you said, "Okay, I'm ready to take that leap to be of service"? No, I didn't. No, you just got. I didn't didn't have a set. I was just like, "I want to go do that," so I did it. You want to go do that? But but do you did you get to a point where you have enough money in your bank account now to where you feel like you can live comfortably? Right now, off the of yeah. military pay, heck, yeah. no, dude. No? <laughs> you have to wait. You have to put in time. So, like, but what you about can. like your, your savings account? Savings, why not? Yeah. Um, that, did you get to where you wanted to get to? Yeah, I kept it where I wanted to keep it. Um, are used, you doing? Like, are you making it work for you, or are you just holding on to it? Holding on to it right now. Not sure what I want to do with it, but I have that. Um, because we also have like uh benefits here where I've I've got money working for me here on my my paycheck I'm getting mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Um, so that's just kind of like safety blanket, bad day, rainy day fun. Um, and then let's see. But yeah, I just kind of just have that stored away right now. And nice. Bro, I had this really beautiful fucking idea um, of buying a house and then finding like a family or friend member that your family member or friend that you trust and that wants to live somewhere for free. And you let them move into the mat. So you buy a five, you buy a four bedroom house, and you let them move into the master bedroom for free in exchange for being a property manager. And then they sub, they rent out the three bedrooms for you. Then you you have somebody being the property manager, taking care of all the work for you, cleaning the house for you, doing everything while you have other you. people paying your mortgage and giving you money on the side. Yeah. So like in the military, we <laughs> so if, let's say in the military we can't live off base unless you're married right right so um you get married? one of my 
Heck no, man. <laughs> you can First, always get the I voice think, later. Yeah, do the prenup. I think my, my, uh, my last girlfriend I had, the first day I brought up a prenup to see if she would take it. <laughs> she's, she's staying around, bro. That's why I know she was cool. I was like, all right, cool. All this right, will work cool. out. You good with so the prenup? Yeah, Excellent. we actually moved in together, too, for a while. It never worked out like well, you know, you get what you get out of it, you know? That's true, man. Lots of so, sex, it was what it was. Lots of fights, man. Oh, dude. Yeah, tell me about it. Super fun. Yes. Yeah, Honestly, I highly recommend it. You learn a lot. Yeah, bro. I've lived with two different girlfriends now. Because I've been living Super on my fun. own since I was 17. Yeah, you've been doing it. Bro. Yeah. But I mean, for a while, bro, my dad was paying for it. Like... Oh shit! Did not know that, dude. Well, what happened was is he was willing to pay for me to go to a, like a four year university, but I was dating this girl that was going to call in college, and so I wanted to stay here, and he wanted me the fuck out of the house because he just got remarried and like his wife didn't like me, so he was like, "All right, dude." So he took the cost of um, the average dorm room cost for three colleges and was like, "Okay, you have this much per month to live in an apartment." And, but the key was was I had to be a full time student, pass all my classes, and have a full time job at the same time. Or and if I slipped up on any of that for any amount of time, immediately the funding gets pulled away. Yeah. Damn. So, but it worked. It worked for a while, and he he held two until I finished college, and then I started paying for it myself. And then after that, it started hurting so. really badly. And then now I'm I was like okay. And then I thought of this situation. How did you end up in Arizona? Work. My one job moved me out here. There you go. Yeah, they had they, they used to have an office out here, and the project manager that lived out here was doing a really shitty job, and so they moved me out here. And then after a while of me proving that I could do a good job, I was and then they were like, "Yo, could you do her work too?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And so they fired her, shut down the branch, and then like moved me. And so now, like, I've been working from home since way before the pandemic. That's dope. It is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. But the the whole so so it's been an interesting experience for me. So I moved out here and then I was kind of like cruising along and then I got into rugby and I was starting to like branch out and do a bunch of things. And then the then it's kind of around the same time I got the girlfriend. Right. And then and then they moved me into the offer and then they moved me into working from home. And then I kind of quit rugby and then focused on the relationship and got into that, moved in with that. Then that falls apart. And now you're in the middle of a pandemic. You don't have a girlfriend. You forgot to make time f- to make friends. And then yep. everything is fucking closed down. <laughs> so I've been in this really weird situation right now. A weird little funk. Kind of like a fucking lockdown in my house with nothing to do and like nowhere yeah. to go. Cause I would, yeah, I would, I would have lost my shit. Like, they were telling us like what was going on, going because I went to boot camp during all that. Oh man! And yeah. we had, we were like, "There's no way you guys are lying to us. Shut up." About no, like a virus and shutting down the country. About like everything shut down. Like this is so bad right now. You have no idea. You're probably in the safest spot you could be in right now while we're getting our teeth kicked in every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we finally get mail. And we're like, "Oh, it's that bad." Yeah. Yeah, they shut down the fucking country, bro. And, yeah, it was yeah. Like a shit show. And like the the gyms here just opened up a week ago fucking week ago a week ago a week ago probably still gotta probably still gotta wear the mask in there yeah yeah you still gotta wear your mask gotta do all the yeah, things Although, like i went to um like this spa thing today i don't know it's not a spa it's 
It's like a biohacking center. You you go in and you fucking they have like the like these compression therapy things, and the way that they work is the same kind of mechanism as um, like a blood pressure sleeve. It's kind yeah. of like that, but super hardcore and throughout your so you put it on like chaps on your legs, and it just it gives you like this crazy intense deep tissue massage. And so you do that for like 20 minutes and then um, they have like a, a cold water tub that's at like 33 degrees and then and they have a bad. hot tub and yeah. you, you go back and forth and then they have like a little infrared sauna that you can sit in for like 20 minutes and it was cool. So I did that this morning and I walked in there without a mask and nobody's wearing a mask. And I went to, a, I got a massage yesterday and nobody's wearing a mask. Like, oh. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you, dude. Dude, I miss ice baths so much. Well, so, so much. You guys don't have ice baths? Well, I mean like I could purchase some stuff but like i just rather not but like we don't really have like a tub here to do that so i wish we did like Bro, i wish they'd you can buy yeah. a blow-up tub that you can fold yeah. put in your closet for 50 bucks they're not know. even really letting us off base though is the thing so we're kind of like stuck here we can make like walmart runs and shit but like I'm t- but can, does amazon can. not deliver to the base i mean we can but it's just it it's takes a, a long ass. time it's a pain but bro we can't always get our mail on time <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Why? It's a, I, I, just, I don't get paid to make those decisions. I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. So, like, uh, if you ordered something from Amazon that has a 24-hour delivery time. Try, like, a week, would... two, one to two weeks. So, but, but, but Amazon would bring it to the front office, and it would be there tomorrow. And then it takes, be... like, two weeks to but get we have to, the But we then have to go, here. like, so, like, there's, like, different little sections. Like, so, it, it's everyone's mail, bro. So, it's, like, uh, <laughs> I don't know how many people are on this base. I don't. Even, I can't even tell you, but like, it's everyone's mail is getting sorted through, sorted through, sorted through. Oh, okay, here's your mail. It just Damn, takes time to do that. You would think the military would be way more efficient. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that. It make it makes what? too much sense, so you don't do it. You understand? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, what what kind of rules do you have that so, about like what you can talk about? That they're different. Okay, so what I can't. I can. Or like in actions. In actions. Like, what actions are you not allowed to do? So take? we're not, we're not, not allowed to have a TikTok, about? okay? Well, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I um, mean, it is literally controlled. Like, it's just sending data to the, government, the Chinese government. Yeah. So there's that. Um, rules of pretty much of. Uh, God, my phone went out today. Uh, social media wise, obviously, nothing explicit. Uh, nothing that's gonna like damage the name. Yeah. Because anything like we do, like it's gonna say United States Marine, not your name. So. Right. Um, if you're in, fights, if you're in California, can you smoke weed? No, we cannot smoke in the military. No drugs. We get drug tested. None of that. Um, huh. You'll get kicked out. Is there is quick. there a lot of synthetic drug use? Like in the military? Like, yeah. Maybe 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 not- you'll experience that after you guys deploy and get back. Nah, not, not that I'm aware of. Hmm. I don't. There I, was. I remember hearing people talk about like that's what they did. Like a lot of people in the military were smoking K2 and Spice when that was a thing. Doesn't that shit kill you? Yeah, it's crazy. It's really. I was like, yeah. I smoked that shit for like nine months. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I had vibes. It was bad. I was yeah, like, the I had pharmacy. Vibes. Oh, you Dude. know what's funny as fuck? Guess what? We what? just got a new little shipment of Marines that came in. Yeah. So and from Vines come in? His step his stepson, bro, goes there. And I'm like, is it still called a pharmacy? He goes, Yeah. 
it's a fucking shit show. I'm like, I know. I went through that. <laughs> so it's so it, cool. Bro. It was amazing. Dude, bro, the fucking riots. The riots. Oh my god. Bro. We had like 30 cops there at one point. It was dope. Dude, dude, were you in the middle of the riots? No, dude, I was avoiding. I was like, you know, small. You know, you remember how small I was? I'm not much bigger. So I'm like, dude, I accidentally got caught in it, bro. Like, I oh, maybe tell me about that. You didn't know what happened. It happened dude, so fast. It happened so fast, dude. <laughs> like, I was walking up the stairs, and then all of a sudden, like, everybody was around me, and I was like, <gasps> and then, dude, like, some some bitch was getting tased by a cop, and I was like, dude, it ain't me. It ain't me. It ain't me. <laughs> it ain't me. Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> no, I wasn't ready, no. Dude, and then they fucking, they put chains all along our fucking school and had, like, Yeah, we just use walker. You know, we had a walk certain ways, too, now. Walk, and it's weird, because now it's like that with COVID. COVID. Yeah. So it's like he prepared us for all that. Thank you, Vines High School. Dude, I, <laughs> and, I and I experienced that when I got expelled and went to jail school. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> Crazy kid, bro. Crazy kid, man. Do you remember that day? Do you remember that day by chance? Because I've always wanted to talk to somebody who remembers that day. You got expelled? Yeah. Day you got, was when it I the was... day you showed up totally fucked up? Well, I, I did the school. I did That happened every day. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I remember one day you said you were like, you like morphine or something? Yeah, exactly. That, it was day. that day. It was that day. Yes, yes. I was. Yeah, you were talking. To me. I was like, Josh, like, I think you need to go home. And I don't think you. T- I don't think it hit. <laughs> Dude, it was four times the lethal dose. Like I looked it up. Yeah, yeah. There's like, like, like they were they were pills for a can- a dying cancer patient. You remember? You remember? I don't remember her name, uh, <laughs> but some chick, dude, some chick gave them to me for free. She came to school one day and she was like, "Yo, um, do you want some pain pills?" And I was like, "And I thought I knew what I was doing. Like, <laughs> I, I was really cocky, and I thought that I knew what was going on. And so I was like, "Yeah, give me eight. <laughs> give me eight. You took eight? <laughs> yeah, eight. You fucking I took, idiot. <laughs> eight sixty milligram tablets." Jesus like, Christ, bro. Yeah. Dude, I was fucked up for four days. Like, four days. Like, four fucking straight. days. Straight. That's like, not even fun. That's like, not, that does not dude, sound fun. It was, dude. Like, imagine. It like, was? The, the most oh, beautiful. Yeah. Okay, there's one part of it that sucked, but the rest of it was good. So, But, like, imagine, like, the most beautiful cloud of fucked up that you've ever been in in your life. And you, like, go to sleep. And you're like, ah. And you wake up. And you're like, whoa. I'm still this fucked up and then like you go through the whole day and you're like you never came down that not, not one little bit like n- there was no dips it was just and then you go to sleep again you wake up and you're still fucked up you go to sleep again you wake up you're still fucked up you go to sleep again you wake up and you're still fucked up bro but, dude but morphine suck. morphine is made for um surgery so it shuts down your bodily functions because they don't want because like you're doing stuff yeah they don't want right. they don't want the body doing what it actually does right they don't want you to shit on the surgery table they don't want you to pee they don't want you to throw up so your body stops being able to do those things so for four days like i couldn't shit i couldn't pee i couldn't come i couldn't do like i sat there and jerked off for two hours just, just Ow. <laughs> because I, I was fucked how'd up your bro. Thing, how'd your thing come out of that probably all fucked up I, I had, well okay okay so the other fucked up part was is i couldn't pee but you can't uh, you can't hold pee for three days four days so you physically can't you'll die so i had i literally had 
to catheter myself. I don't touch dogs. You have to tell me, <laughs> dude. Like, okay, because I had a um, my grandfather. Change. Yeah, my grandfather was um, paraplegic, so he was paralyzed from the waist down. So that's the way that he functioned day to day. So in his house is medical supplies out the wazoo. So my grandma comes over with like fifteen catheters and like a bottle of lube and like a thing and she hands it to me and I'm like great so like every single time that I had to pee for four days dude so I had so I had the the the, the dick lube so that's what I used for the two hours <laughs> it's the best lube you ever use bro because it's made oh to go God. inside your penis <laughs> but the, uh, thank the, the, you for that. the fucking <laughs> the moral of the story is, is don't take morphine at school <laughs> yeah don't do that I've seen it I've seen it firsthand it's not fun for anyone <sighs> Because you care about this person, and you can't control it. It's just them being dumb. Is that is that? And then you got the, the viewpoint of, of everybody. That's the, that's. It's like it's I care so about this bad. guy and this stupid little kid. He's doing these stupid like, fucking things. It's like because we like had that strong bond, right? And it's yeah. like I can't help this man. <laughs> Bro, just... I went off the walls, man. I did. I was, and then every time I got in trouble, like people were like, "What the fuck? What are you doing? Why are you doing this?" And I was like, "Man, I'm just testing the bounds of reality." You know what I can get away with, dude? I mean, it Fuck. really is. You remember how obsessed I was with the Doors, right? Yeah, Jim Morrison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, you were. You still are. Yeah, I was gonna say I saw that's the Doors tattoo on you. Really? That's the that's the fucking Lizard King. That's his fucking face, bro. Didn't you have somebody draw that for you? No, no, I had Noli draw me a tattoo. And it was a lizard, though, right? No, 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 no. It was, was it? it was a fairy on top of a skull. Sounds pretty dope. Yeah. Someday I'm going to make her finish it because she never finished she it. She never finished it? All right, <laughs> hit her up. <laughs> I, did, I did one time, and she's like, yeah, I'll get that to you in a few days, and then I never heard back from her. I was like, <laughs> you got to entice her. Here's like well, 50 bucks. Have, yeah, when I have money, I'll be like, yo, I'm ready for this now. Because I genuinely want that, dude. Like, it was a cool fucking tattoo, bro. It was a really cool tattoo, bro. Yeah, man. Have you seen Noli lately? Dude, no. I, I was... I never... Okay, here's media. the deal. Not really. So, like, I just... So, I kind of... The routes me and you went on were, like, different, but the same. It was so weird. If you think about it, because, like... Did you leave school early, you, too? I didn't leave school early, but, like, I didn't mess with anyone from school at all. Yeah, I didn't I hang out with either. anyone. I messed with people that, like... I messed with people that I saw where they were at, and I wanted to be there. Like so I wasn't hanging around outside of school. Yeah, because yeah. like I remember you hung out with me and Tommy a few times, but that was about it. Yeah, so like I had a really small group, I guess. Yeah, me too, dude. And yeah. then when I had that fucking bad acid trip, I got really alienated from everybody. It was really strange. <laughs> yeah, we don't know where you went after that. Huh? Yeah, but well, you went MIA for a while. You're like, is he okay? Like, what's going on? Well, yeah, because I had that bad acid trip, and then I mean, of course, I got grounded. But then like. Nobody wanted to hang out with me. <laughs> Cause, I, mean, I only heard stories about it. I didn't really know. Dude, it was as crazy as the stories could have possibly gotten. Like, whatever the craziest story was, it was that bad. Jesus. <laughs> Dude, but it wasn't my fault. Like, they did that to me on purpose what was going to happen. Like, I mean, they obviously didn't know exactly what was going to happen, but they knew something bad was going to happen, and they wanted to watch. Because, dude, like, this is, dude, this is what happened, bro. So they were all... 
they were doing acid and I was dating Mary Beth at the time and I'm laying down to go to sleep with Mary Beth in her mom's house at the shops of legacy and they call me and it's like two o'clock in the morning and they're like bro Michael's having a bad trip you need to get over here right now and I'm like no I'm like fuck you I can suck my dick and they were like Michael's gonna walk himself to the hospital right now if you don't come over and I was like all right so I get up. <laughs> oh, that easy, huh? <laughs> no, no, no. This conversation went on for 30 minutes. This car. <laughs> but, but I get up and I get dressed and I drive over there and I'm like, all right, bro, Michael, you're good. And I talk him down and everything's fine. And they're like, okay, do you want some acid? And I was like, yeah. Because for me, in, like at th- my ignorant self at this time, I believed that if you have a bad trip on acid, it's only because you are a pussy. It's not like it was the only reason. I was like, if you have a bad trip on acid, it's because you're a fucking bitch and it's because you're not mentally strong enough. I didn't know nor consider that you could be fed a synthetic drug that's not actually real that can have adverse side effects. So stupid little kid. So then they give me this shit called 25i. Like you can look up on Google right now 25i, Dallas, Texas. And it, it's the exact year that that bad acid trip happened. And there's multiple reports of people dying from this batch of fake acid. Uh, Guess who it came from? Don't say it. Some Zika? No. No, it came from fucking Zach Smith, bro. I don't know why, but like when you started listening off the names of people were there, I wanted to say Zach Smith was there, but like I did it because like. <laughs> uh, see, Zach Smith was like just on a whole new level. Like, like. I don't even know where your kids at, bro. I don't even give a crap about where he's at. Dude, sorry, bro. Dude, him and his dad were the people who were making the meth. What? Yeah. They, I had no idea that was a thing. No, they, dude, me, me, Kevin. Like six That's weeks dude, Not even yeah. once, bro. Remember the health classes? Not even once. <laughs> well, dude, well, see, what, what had happened was, is like, they tell you that. They tell you not even once. And then they tell you, like, all of these things are so bad and you do it once and you're fucked for life. And then I'm over here, like, experimenting and trying things. And then I'm like, oh, this isn't so bad. Everything that they said is a lie. So then if you're of that mindset of like, okay, like they told you that weed is the devil and like it's the devil's lettuce and it's horrible. And then they tell you like ecstasy is going to put holes in your brain and then you smoke weed and you do ecstasy and it's the greatest experiences that you've ever had in your entire fucking life. You're like, oh, well, they must be lying about meth too. (laughs) We're on that note. Hey, what time is it right now? Channel closes about 15. Sure, I gotta make sure. Yeah, I gotta make sure I go get some food for tonight. Yeah, um, yeah we're, we're closing it on two hours, so it's a good amount of time too. Hell yeah! But, but yeah, man. So I'm actually curious. So, like, what do you want to be? Like a special ops guy? Like, what is your long term goal in the military? Um, long term goal in the military. So the job I have is accomplishing what I want to do, which is like I just the job don't... that you have is accomplishing what you want to do. Yeah, the job I have is fulfilling my desire of what I wanted to go do. Like, there could be some units where, like, I help out with, like, child trafficking, like, sex trafficking and shit. Like, that's dope. Right, because you guys are the first boots on the ground. So that's, like, if it was, like, an invasion. So right now it's, like, more or less, like, gathering information and seeing where those people are at and, like, seeing what their habits are. And then from there, if we get enough, we can go in, sure. But we're not... As of right now, the Marines aren't really, like, doing a whole lot because 
You so we're the first the ones on the ground. Force, right? we're, we go in there and just kind of fuck shit up, and then the army comes in and holds it. Right, and um, then, like, what's going on right now is kind of, like, the espionage, like, SEAL Team 6 people, right? Like, yeah, just kind of, like, more, people. like, people like that are going to go do, like, little small shit here and there. Do you have any aspirations the, to be a part of that? Um, I'll say for sure. So the MIMOS, there is a chance I could get MARSOC orders if I'm really good you can at it. So, if, like, MARSOC, it's pretty much, think of a SEAL. Yeah. Right? It's, like, our version of that. The so Marines if I'm, like, version. really good at... Yeah, it's a Marine's version. So, like, I'm like that, and I'm really good at, like, working out and stuff. Like, they say, like, a physically can, like, accomplish that, and uh -huh. they could recommend me for that, and then I have to go off to, like, some other schools to see if I make it through it or not. Right. But, so there's Would a chance I could get... Week? Hell Week? So... That's for the SEALs, right? That's for the SEALs. So, like, Marsoc is, like... So... To be a SEAL, it takes, like, I think it's, like, six to nine months. Same thing for, like, Marsoc. Same thing for, like, a Raider or, like, a fucking, uh, whatever armies is now. I don't even know. They got a whole bunch of other shit. What about but it takes, it's, yeah, same thing. It, it's a really, it's a really long process. It's a really long screening. Like, those little, like, marks that, like, say, like, oh, this is what it takes to be, like, it really takes a whole lot more than just that. It's just a little thing that you see because you're not going to see all the training we do because if you see all the training we do, like, that means our enemies are gonna know what we do and like yeah. how to like so like we just don't show all of it yeah so like we're not allowed to talk about like the crucible and stuff like for the marines like we're not allowed really to talk about that when I mean, we can but like we really shouldn't is the crucible like a part of like it's a, piece a, of the it's, training yeah and so like the last it's like two weeks before it's like that's the last thing we do before we actually consider marines so it's like we do a whole bunch of like drills Have you and been whatnot already we, yeah Okay, cool. How was um, it? Like, it, without uh, details. Um, it was long. You got three MREs only for, like, three days. Oh, uh, a lot of hiking, a lot of hiking, a lot of, like, uh, patrolling. So you're having, like, ration out your food. And, like, it's pretty much as real. Like, you're trying to make it as real as possible. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's not real, But it's, obviously. like, a fun adventure, right? Yeah. Like, it's, it's. I mean, it's got to be difficult and like shit yeah, you get, I mean, yeah you're getting slayed all day you're doing like obstacles and whatnot you're just doing like a whole bunch of team events and trying to get through shit and like making sure all like your guys are good and whatnot guys and yeah. gals well, i was on the west coast so it was all males um, hmm. the east coast does males and females no yeah, yeah. do females. you like do you like david goggins do you know who that is Duh. Yeah. yeah who doesn't know who david goggins is i do there's Open. a lot of people do you listen to joe rogan uh i used to a lot i yeah. kind of like I've kind of like stopped because I don't know. I haven't really had much time. Dude, just kind of been like trying to. It takes a lot of time to fucking listen to that. So like David Goggins, Jocko. Um, yeah, and, Jocko, David, um, Tony Hinchcliffe. I do not know who that is. Dude, you should you should check out the most recent or the nine eleven um, Joe Rogan with Tony Hinchcliffe. Um, he Did they is, do it? This, wait, is this brand new? What? Is it like a new podcast or like the one that I'm talking about? Yeah. Tony Hinchcliffe one? yeah, yeah, it just came out on 9-11. Um, okay, yeah, probably should yeah. watch that. Dude, it's cool, it's cool. So, so Tony Hinchcliffe, he volunteered to be in the SEALs or Marines, one of those two things, um, on the day of 9-11. And so he's been he's been serving overseas and doing, like, special op shit and stuff and doing a yeah, bunch of stuff. Maybe Tim Kennedy, all. did I say that right? Let me see. I feel like I've heard that story. Like somebody, I feel like I've heard this story. Yeah, Tim Kennedy. He's been on Joe Rogan a couple different times. Yeah, he was so, like somebody was. Oh, I'm. I remember a story like yeah. So like me and this other guy were gonna go like 
to MEP. So 9-11 and like sign up and stuff. And then 9-11 happened and like we had to turn around because <laughs> they were like, it's on lockdown. Yeah. And the, the recruiter's like, hey, listen, you guys don't want to join, I understand. But like they both ended up joining. So That's fucking crazy. Yeah, dude. I mean, like attack America in your... It, yeah, and it's, it's interesting right now because we're being attacked like um, within internally realms internally. Well, not just internally, but like the, like the the espionage of the fucking with the elections and the um, intermingling of like different shit of like Russian bots on social media of just inciting anger in, in our people. And it's really interesting to like see that unfold and, and how easily our buttons are pushed and how easily we're pushed against each other. Because, because like, like the thing that one of the things that he was talking about in the podcast earlier was that you know, like, they don't have to win and they don't have to beat us. They just have to prove that the idea of America doesn't work, or at least make it look like it's failing. Man, I wish people could see like what goes on in other countries too. Yeah, and actually bro, see it. Like, they don't realize how good we have it. Dude, those little nerfed pussy little bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. That's cool. I don't know, man. So I, I want to talk to you again uh, when you finish your next room, the realm of training. Can we do that? I want to, I want yeah. to hear what that's about. So it should be like, it depends on this COVID bullshit, man. Like, like we might get like Christmas leave. We might not. I'm probably not going to get it, but it should be like they don't January. Need to go out and get infected and then come back. Exactly. It's kind of like what's going on right now. That so it's sense. like, huh. so January, I should be done. Okay, I definitely because I want to hear about that experience. I want to talk about that because I believe that you know, like um, this could be like right now. I don't have any listen- listeners, but you know, you got to start somewhere, and I think eventually, yeah. But like, and then, and then once you once you put it out there, you know, like like I, when I find a podcast from somebody and I start liking it, like I go back to the beginning and I, I listen to all of them. See what's like, like okay, how did yeah, how did it start? And so you know, this shit is going to be out there forever, and I think that you could be a cool little inspiration for people. Um, cause I think my target, cause we're young, I'm only 23. So like our, my yeah. target audience is about the same age, a little bit younger, you know, some high school kids have been, it's, it's mostly like high school kids and moms. Yeah. And then moms. Cause well, I mean, cause moms are sitting at home and they appreciate like a young kind of cute guy. Who's like talking about motivation and getting them off the couch and being nutritious and everything. And then like younger kids can see it. And then they, they're like, okay, cool. Like, it's not it's not stupid or not cool to do the the, the things that are typically labeled as not cool you know yeah. I mean? like like health not nutrition true. and like and stuff and i think that you could be a cool inspiration for people when they stumble along this to not only follow their dreams but to be of service to this country to do the right thing to follow their heart and to be on a smart path as well as you know like if somebody's ever been interested in sales like that's really cool like because i've thought about doing sales before and i think um every other way that i've ever heard about door-to-door sales made me not want to do it and you're the only person who's ever made me want to do it and i think really- <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i think that's i did my really job cool yes, did yes you did your job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah you sold yeah. me on it you sold me on it you made it sound like a really cool adrenaline rush a it's fun thing to do an exciting just thing to different do. yeah yeah Super and like different. a good way to make money too obviously yeah because so yeah. one of those like quiet like things that's really tight-knit we have like facebook groups we all go to and like if we have an issues or something we all like posting it like hey well, have you dealt with this before like we need help with x y and z and like it's like hey, its own really little cool. niche it's super dope super really dope cool i love like that's one of the cool things about social media is it brings us together in these little cool communities man yeah it's super cool 
Hell yeah, man. Well, I'm going to let you get something to eat. I appreciate you talking to me, man. It's been cool. I'm glad to catch yeah, up dude. with you. Because it's really cool to, to, to talk to you after going to school with you and not having had a conversation with you since we were little kids. Dude, I know. <laughs> it's like the first conversation is like, we could probably go on for a couple more hours to be really here, but like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for yeah, sure. I mean, about all the different things and reminiscing and. All the different things, yeah. But we can do this again, and I appreciate you being here and sharing your story, sharing your motivation, man. It's been thank really you, cool. man. I appreciate you allowing me to be on. Of course, and thank you for your service again, man. Thank you so much. Don't worry um, about it. Uh, let's see. I guess you don't have any. You don't have anything to promote, do you? <laughs> Uh, I don't think I'm allowed to promote anything either. <laughs> Join the military. Join the military. Sell, sell roof things. Dude, All right, man. Recruit, yeah. <laughs> cool, man. Okay. 110% undivided attention in everything that you do all day, every day. Breaking out, baby. Let's go. Thank you, man. Namaste to you, my friend. Namaste. Thank you, bro. Of course, brother. You have a good one. Peace out. Peace, man.